Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 3rd of May and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well it was a bit of an ugly night in US markets. Uh, once again we saw regional banks in the US under pressure, the debt ceiling in focus and a far more bearish tone pervading in the US. The Dow Jones closing down 367 points, down 1.08%, 33,685. We had a high of minus 34, a low of minus 615. So at least the best you can say is at least it was well and truly off its lows for the day. NASDAQ down 1.08%, same as the Dow, down 132 points. 12,081, and the S&P 500 worse than both of them, down 48 points or 1.16%, 41.20. The VIX volatility index, as you would imagine, as everyone rushes to buy insurance when the house is on fire, uh, was up 10.6%, 17.78 was the VIX volatility index, still relatively cheap. The ASX 200 SPY futures down 41 points or 0.56%. This follows the 67-point fall we saw yesterday in the index after the surprise from Phil Lowe jumping out of the box and giving us a 25 basis point increase, which the market had well and truly not expected. But more worrying for the market, I guess, was Phil talking about more rate rises may be necessary. So even one and done or finished uh, may not be the case. So not a good outlook there. That certainly upset the apple cart yesterday with a big fall straight after that number uh, was dropped. And uh, that looks like it's going to continue lower today on the back of Wall Street. As far as European markets go, stock 600 down 1.24. FTSE back down 1.24. Germany down 1.24. France down 1.45. Spain down 1.72. Looking at US stocks, Apple was down 0.6. Bit of uh, money flowing into Apple. Apple is now seen as a defensive stock, according to the talking heads on CNBC. And when the world goes to custard, the money goes to Apple. Maybe it's Apple custard. Apple down 0.6. Meta down 1.6. Google down 1.8. Microsoft unchanged. Amazon up one up. 1.6. Tesla down 0.9. Netflix down 2%. US banks under pressure. JP Morgan down 1.6%. Citigroup down 2.7%. Goldman uh, down 2.1%. Bank of America down 3%. Wells Fargo down 3.8%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 4.1%. We did see ExxonMobil under serious pressure. The oil price got dumped last night. ExxonMobil down 3.99%. General Motors down 1.2%. And we saw Ford down 2.2%. Looking at US bonds, well, money flowing into the bond market. Yields falling. Uh, The uh, US 10-year, 3.43, down 14 basis points. The two-year, 3.99, down 14.7 basis points. The Aussie, 3.368, down 9.9 basis points, so money flowing into safe havens. 
Bitcoin up 2.5%. There's that safe haven, if you'd like to think of Bitcoin as a safe haven. The Aussie dollar, 66.62. Uh, the US dollar index fell slightly, 0.2%. In commodities last night, we did see Brent crude getting walloped 5.2% easier. $4.11 to 75.32. That's certainly not part of the Saudi plan. We saw WTI down 5.2%, $3.94, Gold, as you would expect, another safe haven. Any port in a storm up $34.30 or 1.73%. 2016, having another go perhaps at that all-time high. Platinum up 1.2%. Silver up 1.7%. Copper down 0.9, nickel up 3.2, aluminium unchanged, zinc down 1.7, lead up 0.5, and ton down 0.9 of a percent. The iron ore price did increase slightly in uh, Asian trade yesterday, although China still closed for Golden Week, so I wouldn't take too much notice of the iron ore price at the moment. We have it up 2.3% to 106. Uh, coal price is slightly higher, and lithium slightly higher as well, but again, I wouldn't take too much notice of that, given China is on a golden week and the Chinese markets reopened on Thursday. Hong Kong reopened yesterday uh, to a bit of a flurry, uh, or a slight flurry anyway, up 0.2 of a percent as HSBC uh, rose uh, 3.5% in European and UK trade. Uh, The other banks in Europe were easier on the back of the turmoil in the US. Barclays was down 3.1, Deutsche down 3.1, and UBS down 2.1. 0.2%. Miners overseas, BHP down 1.6%, Rio down 1.7%, Freeport McMoran down 2.7%, Alcoa down 4.3%, Tech unchanged, Anglo down 3%, Glencore down 1.8%, Vale down 3%, and Arbamal down 2.2%. CBA in overseas trade, not that it trades an awful lot overseas, was down 0.15% of a percent, so nothing particularly too worrying there. Uh, Regional bank weakness was the big sector story today in the US, uh, that is for sure. Uh, The lowest level in more than two years with the Spider Regional Bank ETF, the KRE, touching the lowest level since November 20. Uh, There was no specific catalyst to today's downside, um, but obviously that First Republic news. There were a couple of uh, US banks in the frame uh, last night and I have an article in Henry's Take today called Hunting the Snark, as Harry Kane goes hunting the snark. Anyway, have a read of that today. But there were a couple of uh, US regionals, PacWest and Western Alliance, getting whacked yesterday. PacWest was down 27% and Western Alliance down 15% there. So that's not good there. But growth concerns were the big drag. They had the March job openings report highlighted some signs of a softening in the labour market. Job openings missed most layoffs since December 20. And job openings to unemployed ratio at its lowest since twenty uh, since October 21. So certainly some concerns there for the US economy slowing down. Uh, AMD numbers just out, Q1 revenue beats, uh, but the stock is down 6.5% after hours. That's not going to help NASDAQ futures at all. And I'll give you an update of those when they come across the screen in a minute. As far as local news today, obviously the fallout from the RBA news will be the way to go. 
Uh, just quick update, Dow futures down seven points at the moment, so nothing particularly inspiring there. And we have NASDAQ futures at the moment currently down around 17 points. Right, no real big corporate stories out today like Qantas. But of course, yesterday uh, we did see the Macquarie Equities Conference kick off the 25th conference they've held. And uh, that will also be the focal point today. Many companies will be using it as a semi-confession season, a quasi-confession season. JB Hi-Fi has reported a 0.8% sales increase in the third quarter. Uh, Sales in the company's New Zealand division were up 10.8%. The good guys down, though, 3.8% down uh, for them uh, with that uh, update this morning. Uh, also, Lindsay Australia has appointed Clayton McDonald as the CEO effectively in July. Aluka Resources has repeated the Zircon Rutile production forecast maintained at 600,000 tonnes per annum over the next three years at its Macquarie Investor presentation. Romelius Resources now will exercise control over Breaker Resources following increase of relevant interest in excess of 50.1%. Downer EDI is moving towards choosing preferred buyer for the repurpose IT business. In broker upgrades and downgrades, Endeavor Group upgraded to underperformer from a sell at CLSA. Not sure what an underperform from a sell means, but anyway. Uh, Polynovo upgraded to an underperform from a sell at CLSA. Love benchmarking. And ComputerShare upgraded to a buy from outperform at CLSA. They are certainly pinning their colours to the mast with those recommendations. In other news today, Hub24 is to acquire My Prosperity for a total consideration of $40 bucks worth of Hub24 shares, which will be issued at $27.63 a share. Orison Holdings has reaffirmed EBITDA guidance of $1.42 to $1.47 uh, sorry, at $1.42 to $1.47 billion. Uh, the consensus was $1.43 billion. That was at another Macquarie Investor presentation. And Jumbo Interactive has revised its FY23 outlook in its Macquarie confessional. Expects underlying EBITDA margin of around 48% versus prior upper end of 48 to 50%. So that looks like a downgrade. Marketing costs expected to be in the range of 1.3 to 1.5% of lottery retailing total transaction value. Off-market buyback of up to 25 million bucks unchanged. Uh, we've also seen Flight Center adjust it, its FY EBITDA 270 to 290. Prior guidance was 250 to 280. Consensus to 70.1. So an upgrade there for Flight Center. Shorts might be uh, under a little bit of pressure today. Uh, TTV, which is total transaction value for 10 months to the 30th of April, in line with record FY19 full year result with two months to come. That sounds like a pretty strong report there. Ramsey Healthcare reported nine month preliminary NPAT 235.1, which is up 17% versus a year ago, 201.6. There, so that's uh, some good news there. Uh, the outlook continues to expect a gradual recovery in earnings through 2023 and more normalized conditions in FY 2024. And finally, for all you Liontown holders out there, last night in the Fin Review, we did see some reports that West Farmers and/or SQM were running the slide rule over Liontown still, although no official approach had been made. Of course, West Farmers 
was run for a long, long time by Richard Goida, whose cousin Tim Goida runs Liontown. So interesting family catch up there, no doubt. Uh, although, of course, Richard Goider did pass the mantle over to Rob Scott back in 2017, but I'm sure he still has some influence and some friends there. Well, that's it from me. Just had a quick uh, uh, look today. Some of the stuff in Henry's take, just talking about the hunting of the snark. Harry Kane going there. And also there's a, a good resource uh, conference next week at the Hyatt in Sydney. Uh, Almost every man and his dog in resource land will be presenting. So if you want to get along, there's three days of sitting in the dark listening to resource CEOs and uh, mining executives talk to their PowerPoint presentations. Uh, it is free and you do get a coffee and food as well. So there you go. I'll be uh, trying to get along to as many of those sessions as I can just to get an overview of what's happening and a uh, feel for the room. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Question of the day today. Did the RBA do the right thing, or has it stuffed up yet again? Have a great day, and may the trading gods be with you.